Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back, everybody. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Mike Hoss. We're at Rouse's Market on Airline Highway in Labar Draft Fest 2022. We will take you the rest of the way through. Mike Hoss, Bobby, Joe Abear, just hey, sitting hey, down. What's Bobby up? Tillier, what's up? Sitting to my left, Deuce McAllister to Mike Dettelier's left. Christian Garrick is going to work on what is going to be more coverage as we work our way through the rest of today, the end of the draft. But then it's, you know, does this kind of end there? It'll be a free agent signing, so a very busy time. And later on, before this broadcast is over, we will have either Saints head coach Dennis Allen or general manager Mickey Loomis. They'll be coming up when this draft is over to kind of recap for them. And we'll, of course, be recapping it throughout the day and then recapping tomorrow as well. Christian, Steve Geller, and Jeff Novak, Jeff Nowak from 10 o'clock to 10.30 on the uh, kind of a recap for the draft. And don't forget, Bobby Abair, Mike Dettelier live from Mississippi at the Silver Slipper. That'll be Monday, 4 to 7 o'clock. So lots more coming your way as we get through the final mm, two and a half rounds uh, of the draft here at Rouse's Market. Perfect day to go to Jazz Fest. And if you haven't picked up your stuff, come on by and pick it up here. Hello, Bobby. Welcome, hey, hey, my friend. Hey, what's up? Yeah, uh, unusual draft. I would say uh, the least, when you look at it, um, look, for the first time in 31 years, uh, uh, no offensive players were taking the top five picks. It just goes to show you, especially uh, when you look at, you know, this day and age and how everybody wants that franchise quarterback. You look at Penny, Kenny Pickett, uh, the Steelers were familiar with him at number 20. But you know what's crazy about that? That was the longest wait for a quarterback pick you got to go back to 1997 draft. It wasn't even the 21st century. That was the longest wait for a quarterback pick. Uh, now, hopefully Pickett doesn't play like him. Jim Drunkenmiller. He played <laughs> He played drunk. Virginia Tech? Yeah, he yeah. was taken 26 in the 1997 draft, yeah, with, with the 49ers. And he only threw 51 passes in a two-year career. And uh, now think about that, Mike. Uh, well, they had no patience That's with him. 51 more than I threw. Yeah, yeah they're probably thinking, okay, we've seen enough. We're going to go in a different direction. Uh, but then you look at the Saints, it marked the first time the club has used two, two first-round picks on offensive players uh, since 1993. I had just left. I, I wasn't around. I was in Atlanta at, at that time. But uh, Chris Olove and uh, Trevor Penning turn out, if they turn out to be as good as uh, productive as Willie Rofe and Irv Smith, I, I think we hit on uh, those two offensive players in the first round. But we haven't done that, uh, that being the organization, since 1993. So today, in the fifth round, 161st pick was DeMarco Jackson, the linebacker at Appalachian State. And so that kind of sets the stage for what we got coming up with round six coming up, and then the Saints don't have any further after that. So we'll be with you until 6 o'clock again, and then after it's all over, Mickey and or Dennis and or both. We'll kind of recap it for you. But now let's take a quick break and check out the news. Welcome back. Draft Fest. 
2022, Mike Austin, Mike Detillier, Deuce McAllister, Bobby Abair here at Rouse's Market. We're at Airline Highway in Labar. Great afternoon to come by and get your stuff. Three o'clock in the afternoon. If you've been at Jazz Fest and you're listening, come by afterwards and take care of those little post Jazz Fest munchies and get you some great food before the evening begins. So, a friend of mine, before we get too deep, we're going to get ready to get. The Saints are coming up, I think, four picks. How, how close are we? Yeah, close. So. Well, well, you want to go, who I, I think, because uh, I was just talking with Mike at the break. And um, so you look at who's maybe projected. Bobby, we got, we, got three, round. we got three picks ahead of us now. Let me let me look at this TV. No, no, that's what I'm saying. So you look, I still you think. You ain't going to hush. We haven't dress, addressed running back because I came here to talk. That's why I'm here, Deuce. I'm freaking talking. <laughs> now, you've been talking. Now I'm talking. Okay, listen. <laughs> that's up. where I go. That's my age. So, so yeah. running well, back. Like the flame. Running back and tight end. Okay. I asked Mike. Uh, he hasn't been taken. Isaiah uh, Pacheco. From Rutgers. Now, I don't know. He's considered a, a late-round pick. I, yep. I brought up Pierre Strong Jr. Uh, Deuce, running back South Dakota State, and Mike said he's already been picked. He's going pick on. So you look at tight end. I said, Mike, what about Austin Allen from Nebraska? He's considered a, a late-round. I, I still think, Deuce, don't you think we need to address the tight end position? You got to add something to the tight end position. But, you know, it doesn't have to be just via draft. You can still sign. Right, right, yeah, You yeah. can still sign some guys and even trade for some guys uh, this late after the draft. So um, by drafting them, at least from a pay standpoint, you have them for three years, and you know they're not going to cost you a lot. Right. But I, I, I agree with you, Bobby. You got to be able to get some depth in both of those rooms. You, you know who hasn't been picked yet? Widenmeyer from A and M. Tight end. Yeah. Now, Mike, but didn't you say he was lazy and he's always overweight or something? He got heavy. He got heavy this season. And, uh, you know, again, this was a guy, I think, early in the season, everybody projected. He was in the top three, huh? As one of the top two tight ends. Oh, wow. And then kind of falling off the charts. Here's another one for you, Bobby. And I know that we took one in the first round. Who led the SEC in yardage this year? Yep. Who led the SEC? So, I, I, you mean it's all like total all-purpose yards? No, like, uh, re- receiving, uh, receiving yards. Oh, receiving yards. Um, I don't know. I, I, that I don't know. Uh, he has not been picked. Well, you like production, right? And then uh, look look at SEC. Uh, you know, we should be familiar with that. Who is it? Is it uh, Ole Miss guy? No. Mississippi State. State. Oh. Malachi Polk. Yep. Well, that might be a late round pick that and he, he ain't no a, small cat because because he's produced. We're here, but because he's produced. Yep. You know, if you produce, you can't take away production. That's not an opinion. That's what he did in the SEC. Well, so the, you got to acknowledge that. The, the, the issue you're gonna have is the system. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's, it's the system. So, so he's not too bright. He's not too bright. No, I'm not I'm not saying he's oh. not bright, but I'm just saying you remember some of the issues that that Traquan had coming from. Uh, Central Florida, Florida, just coming from right, Scott Frost, right. yeah, running gun, yeah. open wide open system, and it doesn't matter where you line up. Like Sean would always call him out. No, I want you here, not here. I, I wonder if Pete Carmichael's gonna do that. Well, no, I'm just <laughs> saying. The from kid a, from, from Buffalo from, could pick it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. From from a development <laughs> standpoint, that kind of slowed it down for him. And and and, okay. and I, I think the same thing where some of the knocks against guys that play in that air raid system. Uh, not not quarterbacks, but just receiver. You know, it's always hey, look off based off of this look, it converts. It's not, and some of some offensive systems, as you know, 
are like that, but that's right. more normally on the outside. And so, so you um, think that's hindered him, uh, Deuce, being in that kind of offense in Mississippi State? But that also helped his numbers. Well, it helped your numbers. Yeah, yeah. It, de- it definitely helps your numbers. I mean, but I think also teams want to see you run more traditional routes. Uh, most teams want to see you run more traditional routes. A lot like the route tree, so, like, like, like Chris Olove. So, so, so uh, a, young, uh, a team, Arizona. Arizona, that would probably be a perfect fit for him. For just what they, they're doing. For what they do, that's a perfect fit. Yeah, with Colin Murray and just the scheme with Kingsbury. I mean, but, yeah, but, but, but I mean, exactly. it, fits. it fits for what they do. That makes sense. And so from a more traditional offensive system, very few routes are going to convert like that to where every route kind of converts. And, and adding on to what Deuce said, Bobby, name me the top couple of receivers the last few years from Washington State where Leach was from before. Uh, and, and look, it, and look it, how it much the same offense in Mississippi State, obviously. It's the same offense. Welcome back, everybody. Mike Haas, we're at Rouse's Market, Draft Fest 2022. We apologize for the technical difficulties that we had. But, Luke, great job on the save, and we're back on the air and ready to roll. And in the interim, of course, because that's the way life is, the Saints made their pick while we were off the air momentarily, briefly, and they picked Jordan Jackson out of the Air Force, defensive tackle, uh, this was the pick that New Orleans got after the trade with Indy through Philly, then back to New Orleans, Jacksonville, Florida, where he's originally from. But uh, I, here's what I'll, I'll say this, and I'll get out of y'all's way. This is the, another team captain that the Saints have drafted, the second today. And so far of their six picks, four have uh, or five have been team captains their senior season or their final season of collegiate ball and the fifth. Trevor Penning was a high school team captain. And the other thing about these two picks today, DeMarco Jackson in the fifth round, he is almost 24 years old, which is old from a draft standpoint. Jordan Jackson out of the Air Force and a little longer, and he injury sat out of here. He already is 24. So I will set the stage for Bobby Aver to my right, Mike Dettelier to my left, Deuce McAllister to the left of him, and we're at Rouse's Market breaking down the Saints draft pick. And finally, we got a pick to break down. Yeah, one thing for sure, he's not fitting in a plane. No. Okay. Uh, well, a big plane, anyway. You know, be, well, he's not going to be a fighter pilot. There ain't right. going to be no fighter pilot. He'll be in one of them uh, no, C- he, C-10s. He's <laughs> six foot four and a half, two 295. He missed the 2020 season. He had a shoulder injury, and he had surgery on it. He came back this year, 41 tackles, seven and a half tackles for losses. Uh, I think it was six quarterback sacks that he had. Now, one of the things – uh, with him is how they used him most of the time he was played right up as a nose guard uh, now th- they're not going to ask him to do that with the Saints uh, they, they're going to move him around a little bit so he's not going to be head up on the nose uh, but man what you see here is a really good athlete uh, disciplined smart can run the field very well and even at that nose you could see how he could push that inside pocket. Uh, he's not noted for being a great pass rusher, but when you play in the nose, I mean, how many of those guys really can do that sort of you, thing? You have to be a, a space eater. you got to occupy and let the linebackers make pl- plays. If you're not getting back, knocked back and you occupying or, you know, it takes two to block you and you're not getting the stats as far as tackles, but you're doing your job. Yeah, so but he, if he could do that. He, he, he's not that type of player. He's though. not that type of player. Yeah, he, he, he's 6'5", no. 300. That's kind of skinny. That, that, that. But, but, but Bobby, 
look where he went to school. Yeah, yeah so Airport, he's the biggest to... guy up front. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's at one of the military schools, so and you got to think he still got PT and still training to do. So it's not like he's going to have a lot of extra on him. I'm, I'm pretty sure he can probably add 15 to 20 pounds. Right, right. If they wanted him to, but the, you know what, Deuce, and, and you know how it look different schools. I think Belichick. I don't know if he was get players from West Point or give them an opportunity. The Saints have some kind of Air Force connection because Gary Griffin, look how long he lasted. Whether it was on practice squad, plug-and-play active roster. I mean, he, he was, it seemed like he's been there at least four years. Well, and then you Pierre, know? You remember we, we picked up uh, fr- from New England, Perry. Perry, uh, yeah. From Na- Naval from, Academy, from, yeah. From the Naval Academy. And so uh, you, what, what you get is with him a high-character uh, young man that, like Mike talked about, is a little older. Uh, being 24, so from a maturity standpoint, and then uh, if he's just a true tweener, uh, he's not going to be playing too too much of the nose. He's not going to be playing too much his, of the nose. His days of playing nose tackle, I think, have finished. Yeah, and so for, 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 for him, I think they see him as a defensive tackle or defensive end. So, so Deuce and Mike, I want both of y'all to comment on this. Hoss, you can chime in. Uh, when you look at David Onyemata, uh, okay, we all know what he means to the team. As far as he's the top dog in the interior. Who is that second guy? I mean, is it Shy Tuttle simply because of the games he's played, the experience? Because, you know, uh, they actually played a little better than I thought they would last year, considering when we lost. Um, uh, you know who it is for, for me? For, who's that? I think the guy is who we lost in camp. I think the guy's going to be Jalen Dalton from I North Carolina. I, I, you walk right into that one, baby. I, I, oh, I you think walked into his. We walked into his wheelhouse. I'm the biggest fan, Jalen Dalton. I'm like, Deuce, what, Deuce? We were taking notes on him, and I'm like, well, that, that guy's going to play a lot of snaps. And then, boy, he just had bad luck. He snake bit with two training camps in a row. Two he got training hurt. camps in a row, he gets hurt, and I think this year it was a pick injury. What knock him? What knock or, him out? Or is it a bicep? Bicep or pick? Yeah, yeah. Some, some type of arm injury. Yeah can't remember 100%, but he, for me, has an opportunity to be um, the guy that's opposite of uh, David Onyemata. Yeah. He, 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 for me, is the guy that, that that's opposite of David Onyemata, and um, I'll be interested to see. That, that it's it, it's going to be a lot of competition in that room at that defensive tackle spot. You know, because uh, before that, you look at Shai Tuttles on the back end of rotation. You can't pay everybody, uh, so – I can't think of his name from Louisville. Who did we lose? Um, well, Malcolm. Uh, Sheldon, Sheldon Rankins. Rankins. Sheldon Rankins. Well, you, 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 lost, you lost Sheldon to the Jets, but you yeah. traded. Yeah. Remember, you traded. Uh, uh, was it uh, not Malcolm Roach? No. No, no Roach tra- is still there. Uh, Brown. Yeah, Malcolm Brown Man. we got from the Patriots. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they were significant. That was the COVID year, do something. Then all of a sudden they went there last year. Yeah, well, you, but, tra- you traded him to Jackson. But, right, but yeah. well, that was the two players uh, that I, I was surprised that um, we missed them, but we didn't miss them as much as I thought, that being uh, Sheldon Rankins and Malcolm Brown. Yeah, well, what you had was – Especially on your mind, was suspended the yeah. first six games. Yeah, and so you, you had a couple guys that stepped up. Ringo came in. He did a pretty good job Yes, a you. veteran, yeah. And, and, and then you, you had Roach and Shy Tuttle that were able to step in and, and play significantly uh, well for you. But then also a guy that probably moved down a defensive tackle was passing on early on yeah. why uh, Shy Tuttle was out. And, I mean, this is in the nickel look. This right. wasn't in their true – uh, you know, 43 look or four down, two true defensive tackles. 
but he played a lot inside for them, and they may be, I don't want to say getting away from it, because, man, with, 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 with as big as defensive ends as you've got, they're not going to be afraid to put four defensive ends, the NASCAR package in, and we know David Onyemata plays defensive tackle and DN for them when, when, when they want him to. They've got a ton of flexibility up front. Well, and the, you know, to me, who has pressure on, because considering where he was drafted, uh, listen, we know Davenport. Uh, Davenport, boy, he, hell when he's well. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, uh, what power to speed, however they describe that. Speed he, to power. Speed to power. Speed he to is, power. like, unbelievable. Now, Peyton Turner, I don't know about that cat. Hey, we ain't seen, ain't seen enough, enough of him. I, I, I mean, and, but dude's the expectation. You draft him in the first round. Come I, on, you, you got to contribute. Yes. I need to see it, and, and that's just being honest. I yeah. mean, you, you, you had the red shirt year, uh, and, and so we're not asking him to come out and have ten sacks right. this upcoming season, but you expect him to have at least five, five sacks this uh, upcoming uh, season. Without, without a doubt, because uh, really – if Davenport's healthy and, and Cam Jordan, uh, what he brings to the table every down defensive end, that, that's your starters. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, Cam, I remember one time it was amazing, Deuce. He would play 90% of the snaps a year in and year out and never get hurt. And never got hurt. <laughs> and never got hurt. And it was always available. And I think the biggest thing for the Saints, when you look at it, you know, they've got some really, really good depth. At defensive end, yes. because you, you, you haven't even talked about Granderson. Yeah, Carl Granderson, you, you, uh, Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, you haven't even talked about him, you know, being thrown into that fold. And so here, here, here's what's going to be interesting. How many defensive ends do they dress? Right. You, you, you can potentially have a defensive end in street clothes that if it was on another team, they would be active. They would be active. <laughs> how, how, how many defensive ends do well, they that, That's a good problem to have, right? Yeah, I'd rather have that than not have, <laughs> yeah. well, than not have them. I mean, but how, how many defensive ends do you dress on game day? How many defensive tackles do you dress? Yeah, because it's all about the rotation and uh, that you might be dressed out and and you only called upon to say 15 to 20 snaps, but at a high level. Well, and in other words, thing, don't be a liability. Here, here's the thing that Granderson probably has outside of your starters at defensive end. He has the other guys beat. He plays on special teams. Yep. He plays on special teams. And so now for him, he can play, you know, kick return, uh, kickoff, as well as, you know, obviously be able to help on, on field goal and field goal block. And, then, and as we go to the break, Carl Granderson, did we draft him or free yeah, no, agent? Yeah, he was a draft. He was a draft pick. But, but late, right? Was no, he remember before? he got in some trouble. He had some trouble, uh, uh, and he was a late draft pick. That's correct. Yeah, because he had some domestic violence or some. Yeah. So, but no, he, he has produced. That's a guy. Hey, look, it, it, he, w- he would have been a lot higher if he'd he have been. A, yeah, yeah, he'd have yeah. been a top one hundred. Okay, if he didn't get in trouble. Yeah, if he hadn't gotten in trouble. We'll take a break. We're in the sixth round. The Saints have picked one hundred ninety fourth. Jordan Jackson with their selection. We'll discuss it more, break down where they stand, what they need, and what they have to do after this draft. We're at Rouse's Market at Airline and Labar. WWL Radio, keep it here on Draft Fest 2022. Yeah. Welcome back to Draft Fest. Mike Haas here at Rouse's Market on Airline and Labar, along with Bobby Bear, Mike Tatillier, and Deuce McAllister on the phone right now. The Saints, the Saints' last pick, that is the most latest pick, the 194th in the sixth round, Jordan Jackson. The defensive lineman out of the Air Force, Jordan Jackson. Welcome to the New Orleans Saints. Welcome to New Orleans, and welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So let me tell you, as, as the questions will come, it's Bobby Aver, former NFL quarterback to my right, Mike Cotillier, draft guru, and Deuce McAllister, former Saints running back. So, gentlemen, the, the floor is yours for Jordan. Jordan, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, first of all, congratulations. And coming from a military family, and you go to Air Force, 
And then you, you didn't play in 2020. You had a shoulder injury. You had some surgery. But, you, man, you really ranked it up this year. Really, really played extremely well. Did you expect that you would be a late-round pick here? And the, the part of that's first question. Secondly, the big part of your game that you feel as though you need to improve upon the most. Yes, sir. So, um, I guess coming out of the Air Force Academy, uh, I guess I didn't really know when I would go. I knew I put in the work. I knew I worked hard, and I felt like I deserved to go get drafted. But I guess I didn't really know when I would go. And whether it was drafted early, drafted late, free agency, I knew wherever I was landed, I was going to come in and go to work. I was blessed to uh, get drafted in the sixth round. And I guess I don't know if I was expecting it, but I'm just, I just felt so blessed to be in this position. Uh, so I thank the Saints for that. Uh, I guess coming in, one of the biggest things I need to work on is continue to improve my fast rush game, uh, okay. work different moves, uh, just keep getting better in that. Now, you played on the nose at Air Force. That, that's not going to be the spot when you hit the Saints. And so you know, you're going to be given a little bit more space there. But you uh, most of the time, from what I've seen, you, you played head up on the center, correct? Uh, yeah, I moved around a good amount at Air Force. I played uh, end, I played some tackles, and I played some nose this past season. Hey, congratulations. What has it been like just this whole process as far as for the draft and getting ready for it, but also having the other commitments that you have uh, from with the service academy? Uh, it's been surreal. Uh, the Air Force Academy and the Air Force has supported me through this whole thing. Uh, graduating December, they allowed me to go and train in Pensacola at Exos uh, for the Combine and Pro Day and all that stuff. And then uh, be able to go to the Combine and then now get drafted. Uh, it's been surreal. It's been something that I guess you dream about as a kid. You don't really know if you're actually going to make it or how it's going to happen. But we're here now, and I feel blessed. Now, uh, what about your immediate availability in the NFL? I know if you all, you know, whether it's Army, Navy, Air Force, all the military academies, you have an obligation uh, that has to come about. Uh, and I think they've – have they addressed that where – you can uh, still, uh, you know, acknowledge uh, what you have to do as far as from obligation standpoint, but still have a chance uh, to play in the NFL. Uh, I know, and have you talked to, or has he got a hold of you, Gary Griffin? I mean, uh, you look at the tight end from Air Force, uh, he's been a part of the Saints, it was like for four seasons. So we do have uh, Air Force background, but explain that maybe uh, as far as, will you be ready from the get-go and uh, what, what will you be doing because a lot of times I think they help you help out with recruiting and all that and the future prospects going to the academy or – well, just break that down. Yes, sir. So, uh, Garrett Griffin and Ben Garland and all those guys kind of paved the way for us. Uh, the rules are a little bit different now. Now the way they're doing is that they allow us to defer or delay our commissioning. So, instead of doing it or working it now while we're playing football, they allow us to play football. And then when we're done playing professional sports, then we can actually go back and serve our commitment. So uh, have you talked to Garrett, or has he come around the, the academy? Or uh, Because whenever you have uh, someone, uh, look, I don't care if it's Army, Navy, or Air Force, and you're in the NFL, I, I think the players acknowledge that for sure. Yes, sir. Uh, I've, also, I've talked to Garrett a little bit. I've also talked to uh, a few other guys in the league who came from our school, uh, Parker Ferguson. He's another guy who plays for the Jets now. Um, y'all talked to a few of them about the process and how it went for them. And they kind of helped me through it, kind of helped me understand that it might not be as easy as we, as we want it to be, but you just kind of got to go with the flow and how it works out is how it works out. 
Well, Jordan, do you know what do you know? Uh, this is my cost. What do you know about this organization, about New Orleans, the city? I mean, I know your tongue's completely excited, but what do you know about the organization and, and New Orleans itself? Uh, hard workers. I know that. I've been to New Orleans one time. I love the city. Uh, seeing some of the games. I love the way the fans interact. I love the way the fans are into the game. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited to come in and get to work. Well, and you're from the South, so the heat's not going to bother you. I know you're from the Jacksonville area, so man, uh, training camp, well, not to do it a lot of times indoors. Well, now. it's going to be a little hotter than Colorado Springs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a yes, little bit. <laughs> a little hotter than Colorado Springs, but not too much worse than Jacksonville, so I think yeah, I'll right. be okay. It's about the same, yeah, the same, so you're used to it. Yeah, right down I-10, Jordan Jackson, we appreciate your time. Congratulations, Air Force Academy. We also appreciate your service, my friend, so we thank, thank you for you that. Uh, and uh, the Saints' sixth-round pick, 194th, we will see. You got a little who dat for us? Who dat? Who dat, Saints Nation? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, well done, man. All right. Well done. Thank you, man. Thank Jordan you, Jackson. Right. Air Force Academy, the second Jackson taken today. The fifth round, 161st pick, was DeMarco Jackson, the linebacker out of App State. And now De- uh, Jordan Jackson from the Air Force Academy. Yeah, we like you know, got Jackson, Mississippi. We got we we love the Jacksons, the but Jack, uh, the Jackson too, baby. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, we can come up with a little rap or a song. But uh, you know what's interesting? Also, uh, I didn't get to talk about this, Deuce and uh, Mike, but Demarco Jackson uh, from Appalachian State, what he had like a hundred twenty tackles, so a tackle machine. But you look at his background; he's uh, he has a background of bull riding and calf wrestling. Yep. Makes it no surprise that he can meet blockers head-on without getting pushed around. Uh, I was reading where he was a dominant high school athlete who rushed for more than 3,000 yards, collected more than 400 tackles, uh, won a state championship in the discus. He walked away from the Mountaineers having started uh, 32 games, earning back-to-back first-team uh, all-conference. So, But that caught my attention. The more you could do, uh, if you're a cowboy, and you wrestling any kind of animal, and you got to be tough because you can get kicked where you know it doesn't feel good and all would come about. But you're just looking at um, that, okay, you know, you play more than one position. He ran for 3,000 yards, Deuce. You got to respect that. That don't happen by accident. Bobby. And, and it, then he was a, a state champion discus. Does it through. tell you, do you know where he's from? No, no, I, I, I was just this just caught my attention Spartan, getting to know him. Spartanburg, South, South Carolina. Oh yeah, oh. Spartanburg, South Carolina. What other New Orleans Spartan. sporting athlete is from Sport Spartanburg, South Carolina? He uh, plays basketball. Plays I'll basketball. Give you a hint. He play and he's in New Orleans right now. Well, he didn't yes, play sir. this year, but he's from that area. The only thing I know about Spartanburg, that's where... You're not listening. No, I don't know that. The only thing I know Zion. is... I told you. Is Zion? Zion. Didn't play this year. He oh, didn't oh. Play, didn't play this, this year. He's from Spartanburg. Yeah. No, you know what? I had Spartanburg on the brain. You know what I'm thinking? That's where the Carolina Panthers have used, their... Training camp. You, you used to. Used to. Used to. Used to. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, because yeah, that's where uh, the, the owner was from. What's his name? Um, Tepper. Uh, no, no. Before him. 
Richardson. Yeah, Richardson. Yeah, yeah. Wolford. Is it Wolford? Wolford College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to take a break. We got to take a break. We could go on and talk about all types of stuff. We're going to get all into the South Carolina geography here in a little bit. Right. We're going to talk topography. We're going to talk limestone. I got something else for you because they wanted to go to. I can't talk. We got to take a break. All right. We're at Rouse's Market at Airline Highway in Labar. Come by and see us. We're talking to you until 6 o'clock tonight. We're going to hear from Mickey Loomis and or. Uh, Dennis Allen about this draft that the Saints, at least for now, have completed. We're back after a break. Draft Fest on WWL Radio. Welcome back to Draft Fest. Mike Hoss and the gang here at Rouse's Market. We're at Airline and Labar. Come on by. It's the download the Rouse's shopping app before you get here and get your free curbside pickup on all orders, $35 and more. So come on by. Plenty of time. Beautiful store. Lots of great colors and just fresh vegetables hit you when you walk in and flowers for the wife and or Husband, so come on by, say hello. We're here till 6 o'clock tonight, breaking down the draft. The Saints technically are done uh, with their fifth and sixth pick today. We are in the sixth round as we speak with the Pittsburgh Steelers on the clock. The Bears pick is in. That was the 29th pick of the sixth round, the 207th overall. And again, the Saints don't have a seventh. After it's over, we'll hear from Mickey and or Dennis Allen. So, Set the stage Mike, here a little bit. Mike, I want to make one correction I had earlier. I, I think when we were talking about defensive end, Carl Grandison, I thought he was a late draft pick, but Saints yeah. did not draft him. It was a free agent. He was, was an undrafted yeah. uh, free agent. Makes he was one of the better. priorities. Boy, but he played like a draft pick. Oh, he uh, I mean, he's, he's produced more than Peyton Turner. Yeah, well, he, he, he would have been a draft pick <laughs> if, if not – the, the legal issue that he had, right. he would have been a draft pick. And so just wanted to correct that and um, make that correction. Well, I'm not. Let me just say this off the bat so we can clear the air. I'm not correcting my errors, okay? Well, if I'm going to say stuff in the next three hours, <laughs> it's wrong, I ain't correcting it. Well, I just wanted to make well, sure. No, you're that. a good man, Deuce. No, no, no. The, the, just, just move on from No, Deuce is like us. We kind, we kind of perfectionists, uh, uh, you know. If, and that if I'm wrong, you can tell me I'm wrong, yeah, but you got to you got to prove that I'm wrong. You can't just say your opinion. Uh, how, how long you, you can't you can't just have an opinion. Now I, I would say okay, I, I was wrong, but you can't just based on your opinion. No, you got to bring some facts. Uh, you know, and Mike, and the bottom line is, it's like when you when you look at uh, like like the Saints and where they're at right now, and you look at the draft. And Deuce, what do you think? When you look at the over and under, I mean, doesn't it seem like an, I'm not being a homer? Oh, hey, Barry, you're being a homer. Well, Mike, what was the over and under in Vegas? What was it? Is it seven and a half? For the Saints wins? Yes. I think it's right at eight. I think it's right at eight. I think it might have went up to eight, but it started out, I want to say, seven and a half. And I'm like. <laughs> Earlier you could have caught it at seven. Yes, I, I'm like thinking. And, 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 and the Saints, I mean, come on. That would be a losing record if. if you know, an eight went eight and nine. I, I, I think we're going to be right where we were last year. Now we got to stay healthy. I mean, why not double-digit wins? I don't know. If we're going to win anything, but don't you think at least right now on paper we are nine, ten Bob, win type team? I, I, that's what I think. I, 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 I tell you why it dipped. Vegas knows Sean Payton. Not real sure about. Dennis Allen. Well, I mean, Sean is probably worth at least two two, uh, two wins. Yeah, two wins, two maybe wins. three wins a year just off of his coaching ability, not not just talent. Well, I, I kind of like what Dennis Allen did, uh, you know, in turn when he took that responsibility. And I know it was an ugly win, but it was still a win. What was that? It was an old school game. What was that nine score? Nothing, nine, 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 nine. <laughs> Think down, about that game. Down, down in Tampa. <laughs> well, Sunday I mean, night. Yeah. Here, here, here's the thing. 
if you have the defense that you think you have, right? And from an offensive standpoint, I know that I don't have the weapons. The 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 philosophy was, don't lose it. Yeah, but you just got to win the game. Don't no no. I'm just saying from an offensive standpoint. Yeah yeah yeah. Don't lose the game. Don't lose the game. We can be conservative as we need to be. But don't lose the game. Don't turn over. Don't 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 give them a pick six. Don't have a fumble. My defense will win this game for us. You just don't lose it. And well, there was a couple games and, that they and, had that same philosophy. Well, and, and Deuce, along those lines, uh, I mean, the bottom line, I know you want to be entertained, the Who That Nation, our fan base. Hey, 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 don't entertain me. Go win. Yeah, 9-6 yeah. Uh, versus, oh, boy, they went back and forth. Uh, we lost 41-38. What? <laughs> you log. Yeah, don't, 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 don't entertain me. Go, go, go win. win. Yeah. However, whatever. I, I watch that paint dry on the yeah, wall right. if, that, if that's what it takes the, for a the victory. Good, the good thing about that nine nothing is we had the under. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that was no sweat that night. I didn't have to worry about that. Great news too for Austin Deculus, uh, who's a young man that uh, had a number of teams very interested in him late. He has just been selected in the sixth round by the Houston Texans. Oh, that's very good. So uh, LSU's got another offensive lineman, Austin Deculus, picked in round six. And, Bob, you'll love this. Connor Haywood got picked by, guess who? The Pittsburgh Steelers. So Connor oh, has to uh, play with, his, with his, brother. his brother. Oh, with Arnhead. And Arnhead, you know, now he played at Pitt from How Jersey. That? How about that? Well, there's a lot of Pittsburgh blood there. Uh, so so good for him. But, and uh, uh, not now. Mike, uh, is he kind of like, uh, um, like a, a, a no, he's a blocking fullback, yeah, yeah, blocking fullback, age back, yeah, yeah, yeah type that guy. type, yeah. Uh, but man, uh, he ain't as good as his dad. Uh, he ain't as good as Arnhead. They ain't, ain't a, a lot of guys. guys that can <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like They're on a lot of like. <laughs> period. Yeah. All right, just finding a guy. No, no, no. I tell you what, but, uh, but Cameron, uh, but Cameron no, no, Cameron, oh. uh, that's good offspring right there. Uh, with Cameron, uh, you know, I, I coached him little league. I ever told you that story? Do somebody told you? You, you did. It was like fifth, sixth grade, uh, and, and all of a sudden you can hear it. Right. And, and uh, <laughs> uh, some fans maybe didn't hear this. <laughs> Cameron Hayward, Cameron Hayward. I never forget. I'm coaching, you know, and then fifth, sixth grade, T. Bob and all, and Cameron. We had ended up with like this 10, 11 year olds when they all graduated from high school, five Division One players that all in this little league team. People would come early Saturday morning and watch a little league game. Almost like it was the high school team, and uh, it, it was like I'm telling you, we could have beat some eight great teams. We were that, <laughs> and, and so we were playing Lawrenceville. I'll never forget this. And they had one mom. Bobby, were you really coaching, or you were just trying to? No, I, I, I didn't want to be the head coach because I didn't want the moms bitching at me why they're so well played. So I was running the offense. So I said, I don't want to be the head coach. I just want to run, you know, the offense where we're doing. My, my starting quarterback ended up going to Ole Miss. Zach Graham played basketball. He played at Ole Miss. He got a basketball scholarship. But anyway, uh, they come and watch us on, on the Saturday morning. And the one mom from Lawrenceville, she pulled her son out. She goes, there's, there's no way he's playing in, th- in this game because I know he's going to get hurt because uh, he was the center. And he had to go against Cameron. And they go, there's no way that he's 11 years he's, old. He's not. He's too old. Uh, and, and, and I said, not only is he 11, he just made 11 in June. This was September, and Cameron was already 6'1". And in Gwinnett County, it wasn't no weight there's limit. no weight limit. It, it was just it's your just age. Just your age. And it was like Cameron did, Hayward was like a did, giant. Did they make you have to have the birth certificates with him? 
No, I, I guess because the league is because Gwinnett Football League, GFL, they, they all trusted all the research they did. All, but that mom, she didn't want Junior playing against Cameron. They go, they, there's, no, it, I wouldn't have wanted yeah, that either. Hey, <laughs> junior wouldn't have played more. Well, well, and, and then he reached, it looked like he reached uh, Cameron uh, at his waist. And so he could try and block him. So he just holding him every play. He just, as soon as he started the ball, he's just grabbing uh, Cameron's leg and trying to slow him down. Then Arnhead's on the chain gang. Oh, and, Bobby, and, and, you better save that story until no, no, no. we go after the break. Well, wait, but no, I can he, say he this in, in 20 seconds because <laughs> I'm going to lose my train of thought. So, wait, so he's grabbing him, uh, 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 Cameron around the, 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 the leg, and, 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 uh, and Cameron's doing the chain gang. He's doing the chain gang, okay? We got a break. Okay, when we come we back. Just, we just got, we got a break. We got a break. I, I told you to save it. Well, no, yo, we interrupted him. We saw a good finish. We're at Rouse's Market. Come by and see us. Come here, Bobby. Finish the story in person. Airline and Labar are back after break. Draft Fest. WWL Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.